the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. <laughs> you know who it is? This is Bibi Netanyahu, the former Prime Minister of Israel. And I am filling in for the very lovely and talented Andrea K. on 1170 AM, The Answer. Um. <laughs> Tell me Bibi, Bibi, I love you so much and I'm glad to have you here in the studio, but you are not filling in for me. No. You're here with me. You're, with you. you're guest hosting with me. You're not. What are you trying to do? Take over? Become prime minister of the Andrea, Andrea K. show? Not, not exactly. <laughs> but look, let's face it. I had so many disagreements with Naftali Bennett that <laughs> I was in the zone. And I apologize to you because you are one of my favorites, bar none. Thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, my longest living crush remains intact. You almost lost me there for a moment, Benjamin Netanyahu. Hey, you guys know, welcome to the Andrea K show for tonight. Friday fun day here. You Woo! all, yeah. It's Friday night. Yeah. You longtime Andrea K show listeners, you know, you know that the, my longest living crush is Benjamin Netanyahu. And one of my oldest buddies out here in California brings that man to life for me every time we get together. Of course, I'm talking about my buddy Phil Hirsch and he joins me in the studio tonight as my special guest. Oh, I'll tell you, it's really quite an honor here. I'm sorry I missed the donuts by a day. Uh, you know, I would have been here yesterday being Canadian, uh, no doubt. You know? I heard they were green, too, and they were not moldy. No, I actually, I got some donuts right here. I got oh, a little couple geez. little strawberry cream wow. donuts here. Um, they're they're a little like they, they've melted down a little bit here under, under the heat of, uh, of the lights. Your t- uh, under the heat of your talent, my man. Oh, you're too one of the One of the greatest impersonators alive, you know, kind of like Biden impersonating, trying to impersonate a president. He's not doing really well with that, is he? No, and that is one of the hardest impressions to do because every time you even try to, you end up burning brain cells. <laughs> so I, I, I just, you know, when people say, can you do, but no, I really can't because, you know, I need to keep my mind intact. Very good. Um I don't even know where to go from there. How do I transition from that? 888-344-1170. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. Of course, Friday night means fun. We try to have a little fun here on Friday nights. But, of course, we always have Bob Walters here, who is the best education reporter in the country. It has been week after week, especially recently, that Bob has been bre- breaking news here on the Andrea K show. They want you to be distracted with this Russian-Ukraine situation over there. They don't want you to be focused on the $7 a gallon of gas you're paying and why. They don't want you to be focused on the invasion going on at our southern border and what that's about. They don't want you to be focused on the uh, the war on children that's happening in this country and our war on freedoms. They're, they're using this Ukraine Ukraine, Russian situation to try to pretend that this administration is about freedom over tyranny and they want you so focused on that, so thinking that Zelensky is such a hero that you're going to ignore the tyranny that's happening here in our own country and we're just not going to let that happen here. So we're going to, we've got a couple of stories around that tonight, including COVID because have, you know, it hasn't gone away. No bones about it. It hasn't gone away. Later on in the show, we're going to have Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, so we'll try to make time for, for calls, though, if you want to give us a buzz. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Keep those comments rolling there. Okay, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time 
on this um, on Ukraine and what's happening there. Um, what I will say. And, and it and it didn't come as a surprise to me that my man Phil, uh, when we were just talking briefly, we didn't even have a whole lot of time before the show. To I didn't even know you were going to be in town until yeah. kind of last minute. And no surprise to me that um, you I have also a lot of questions. And you see this Russian Ukraine yeah. wars is the the war of a mass distraction, right? A hundred percent. There's no question about that. I mean, let's face it. Domestically, our country's in serious trouble. No, mm-hmm. no doubt. I mean, you're you're talking. Uh, at least 138 million Americans who cannot work right now. Mm-hmm. They're being uh, targeted, the unvaccinated in particular. So what's the best way to get rid of that uh, story that's uh, ever-changing and evolving? Let's start a war. Yeah. You know, let's uh, let's focus on something else instead of all the problems that Biden is having uh, domestically. And obviously, you know, the unvaxxed are suffering immensely as a result. I mean, people being fired left and right. People can't work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm one of those people. Yeah. Know? Case in point, there's a story um, out of Maine today. A Maine doctor loses her license and is not only that, is forced to undergo a psyche vow for treating. And, and guess guess what this doctor? Well, you printed the article skins. You already know. Yeah, for you doing know the, the common punchline. sense thing and you, prescribing ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yep. Ivermectin, which the CDC has has actually has always had on its website as a, a treatment that is effective. In fact, we've done how many reports where we've told countless. people countless that not only is ivermectin effective, not only have they come out and admitted, and there have been many countless reports that over eighty something percent of deaths could have been prevented if people were given early treatments, including ivermectin. But we've also done reports on try to avoid going to the hospital if you can. Mm-hmm. With early treatments, if you have to go to the hospital, take a couple of things with you. You need to take with you a power of attorney. You need to take with you a screenshot of the CDC's own website that shows ivermectin as one of the the treatments. So this main doctor is now facing, uh, uh, this is somebody who's been uh, practicing for 40 years and she's facing losing her medical license and, and is being forced to go through a psychological evaluation. Think about that. As they're trying to tell you, you must not question Zelensky. You must pledge a hundred percent devotion to him. He's our new hero, like the new Fauci, right? And you and you have to you have to declare that you that you are a hundred percent see Putin as the greatest evil. That he's the Satan walking the earth, right? Are trying to implement the very tactics and very the, and and strategies and policies and regulations and procedures, everything related to Putin. The KGB and the USSR, complete with trying to trying to declare that if you don't tote the narrative, that if you dare to to have a different political opinion than the state has, that you not only are not allowed to work, but now you have to be psychologically evaluated and put through some kind of reeducation camp. Tell me that is not the same as the USSR, North North Korea, Mao's China, or any of the particularly Mao's China, Mao's revolution. That's what was going on here. Let me quote here what happened here. The, the information received by the board demonstrates that Dr. Nass is or may be in, unable to practice medicine with reasonable skill and safety um, uh, to her patients by reason of mental illness, alcohol intemperance, excessive use of drugs, narcotics, or here's where it uh, is most notable as a result of a mental or physical condition interfering with the competent practice of medicine. And this is um, preliminary inquiry goes on to say, um, alleges that NAS repeatedly failed to follow basic standards of practice. 
uh, during telemedicine appointments and uh, and admitted to espousing conspiracy theories about the government's pandemic response. This did not happen overnight. This happened when Obamacare Sarah Palin warned that there would be death panels. Sarah Palin warned, and John McCain told her to shut up. And here we are about the threat of the Democrat Party and the state interfering and getting between you and your doctor to the point to where now these doctors are, are put in place to do nothing but push the government's political agenda. Anything you want to add? Phil? Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I would love to add in regards to ivermectin, it won a Nobel Prize for medicine. Back in 2015. (laughs) So here's that part that blows me away. People were taking ivermectin when Obama was president and we had swine flu for six months where 12,000 Americans died. One in five Americans were infected by it. And what did we do? Oh, let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's just uh, throw ivermectin at the problem. Yeah. Ivermectin works. Yeah. I know it does. Because Sasha and Malia told me it did. <laughs> and there you go. So 67 con- controlled studies have shown um, that uh, uh, I, I've, ivermectin, 67 con- controlled studies, 298 studies have shown that the, a 64% improvement from hydroxychloroquine. Let's not mm-hmm. forget hydroxychloroquine. Yep, that's another one. So there is pending legislation here in the state of California to do this to doctors here in California. Um, the, the tyranny is not, is not ending and, you know, and, and, but we're being told all day, every day that what we, the mandates are going away, Andrea. Well, not only that, but we're, (laughs) we're being told all day, every day. There's a reason why Congress had Zelensky come and talk to them and put this heart, uh, this heart wrenching video up there. And it had nothing to do with Zelensky or the people. In fact, today there's an article on Drudge. Um, that um, U.S. lawmakers are scratching their heads today because Zelensky is really not good. He he's, uh, supposedly was supposed to be in peace talks, and basically he's let it be known that he's not interested in any kind of peace. Interesting. Not interested in any kind of peace. Um, a senior U.S. official said, there is no indication on our end that the Ukrainians are suing for peace. They want to fight. And they not only want to fight, but they want to fight at the expense of the U.S. taxpayers through us giving millions. Oh, they want us helping them. Well, mm-hmm. well, should we be helping is the question. Whether it's us or anybody else, the question, I don't, whether or not allies, allies are involved at all, why are we? They are, at this point, when you have senior officials in the Biden administration today saying, you know what, it's becoming clear to us that this Zelensky guy in Ukraine don't want peace, they want to fight, then you better be questioning him and why he's demanding that we get involved. We already got involved in the form of sanctions, which is us getting involved in a war. Switzerland doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. You get involved with sanctions. You've involved yourself in a war. Now we've picked sides where we're we're giving, um, and we've we've got McCarthy today's continuing to push out that we've got to give MIGs. We're talking about upwards of what fourteen billion dollars we've Easy. already dedicated, and that doesn't even include the the MIGs and all the other um, tanks and everything else that they want from us. He wants us to do a no fly zone. We're inches away from, from having you from World War Three and having U.S. boots on the ground and all by a guy that even people on our own network are pushing out all day every day as a hero 
Now, I can't substantiate the reports that some conservatives are putting out there that Zelensky owns a $35 million home in Florida, that he's sitting on billions of dollars of his own. And if I can't confirm it, then I'm not going to put it out there. I know that there's some of those theories out there. But here's what I do think is pretty clear, is that Zelensky has an agenda that his administration and his own government and that own members of parliament herself had said in a video, we are fighting for the new world order. These are globalists. This administration is not one of people that uh, that are, you know uh, share our political system here. They are not a, a, a republic of states like we are. Well, it wasn't said by state. mistake. What's that? Said it wasn't said by mistake. Um, what do you mean? Fighting for the new world, world order. No, that wasn't by, by mistake. You know, these are globalists. There's also reports coming around that the that in the middle of this just last week, they launched a universal income and a social credit score. So, you know, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't really get any confirmation of that. I did. I did see some, in some reports that was actually in December. But if that is even in the works, universal income, a social credit score, well, that's what they want here. Well, that yeah. that that is not that is not the, the, a friend of freedom that I am. I am not going to fight for any country that is basically partnering and setting up a system of technocracy that seeks to take freedom away from people. This is what we fight against here every day on the Andrea K show. So no, Zelensky is not a hero to me. Their government and what they want to install as a government over there is not a system of freedom. My heart aches for the Ukrainian people. I think we're going to have somebody on the show next week who just fled to Poland. I do want to hear what's going on with the people on the ground and I will pray for them daily. But it, I do not support the use of at this point, the use of any military taxpayers' dollars to engage in this. Am I wrong, Phil? Definitely not. When you look at what our current deficit is, what are we, 30 trillion, 30 trillion. in debt? I mean, and we rising. don't even have enough con- I mean, we don't we don't even have enough money to take care of our own. We have soldiers that are still suffering from PTSD, soldiers who are wounded, permanently disabled. Mm-hmm. They should be the priority, not starting some new war that's not in our backyard. It's that simple. And look, we were talking earlier about a digital credit system. This is exactly what's happening in China. Mm -hmm. They want to impose that here. That means if you are not vaxxed, you are not part of the program. You are not going to be able to shop for food. You won't be able to drive your car. I mean, this is what's coming here. And people need to really Wake up and do it quickly. Right. And if that's what uh, Ukraine's all about, then I'm then, you know, they, they need to they need to hash out their their situation with Russia. And I will pray for for Ukrainian people. Meanwhile, we've got an open border mm-hmm. if uh, that's not being protected. And I've seen numbers at upwards of uh, well into uh, six figures of Americans uh, dying annually from fentanyl. Um, I just saw reports. We've got spring break happening in Florida and uh, in in Miami. The cops said there is fentanyl in everything. I think there was maybe upwards of nine cadets from um, uh, West Point that were that were um, uh, uh, ended up overdosed on fentanyl. You're lucky if you survive coming into contact with with a, like the tiniest little piece of fentanyl. It and it, you know this is this is killing Americans across the board. We we're losing over a hundred thousand Americans due to fentanyl with an open border, and yet I'm supposed to be you know a hundred percent focused on Ukraine. Right. I'm sorry, I can't. Mm-hmm. 
We have got to put this country first. And right now, um, when I've got the establishment of Republicans as well as the Democrats. They're putting uh, it last, Andrew. Uh, well, they're yeah. putting it last and telling me that 100% of my focus needs to be somewhere around the world in Ukraine, and I, and I can't do it. And, we, and one of the reasons why they're deflecting and distracting is because we've got the midterms coming up, and we have got to stay focused on that. We are in, coming into primary season. We need to be ensuring that anybody that's, that's running for office on the Republican ticket is somebody who's going to put America first, not somebody who's like a Lindsey Graham who's trying to get us involved in the third world war and refusing to do anything about the crisis that we face here in this country. And one of the biggest areas that we face in this country is we have a war on children going on in this country. And Bob Walters and I have been telling telling it, it, it about it, about how it's been in our schools now for decades. And it's we're at the point where we've got kindergartners being preyed upon uh, for their sexuality, because for too many years, Republicans have ignored the culture of war. They've igno- ignored this battle going on, and they wanted to avoid it. And that's really where the war is, in. That's where the war is. And we're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to bring in our buddy, Brett, uh, Bob Walters, and he's going to share with you this week's news on that. So don't go away. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday fun day here. It's always a fun day for me when I get to hang out with some amazing, awesome conservative men from my man, uh, DJ Potato Skins, which I don't think I gave you the formal intro tonight. Well, come on in, man. And I'd like to say now that I'm getting paid exactly the same as DJ Potato Skins did last year. It's funny because it's true. The tastiness has arrived. Yes, the tastiness has arrived. Crispy. Yes, and then also my man Phil Hirsch, who's here with me, the man of a thousand voices, and then he needs no further introduction on a Friday. It's uh, the superstar of the show on Fridays, Bob Walters, and he joins me now. Hey, Bob. Hello, good to be here. I've got somebody that you admire who might like to say hello to you. Well, Bob, uh, it means a lot that uh, you're on the air right now with Andrea Kay. And uh, Nancy and I have, uh, well, we have nothing but fond memories of uh, our great conversations of yesteryear. (laughs) <laughs> that, of course, being Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Uh, all right, Bob. So uh, what you got for us this week? You going to start us off with some good news? I am. Um, Texas Republican Governor George, Greg Abbott has ordered the Texas Department of Family Protective Services to investigate the children and doctors who enable and approve gender transition surgeries for children. Ooh. Yeah, he's getting serious. He plans to put him in jail if he catches them doing it, especially without parental knowledge and, and consent. Absolutely. That's great news. Yep. And you got Chapman College professor is suing students in court who apparently tried to cheat on his exams. It's David Berkovich, who's in the School of Business and, uh, and uh, Technology. And uh, something made him think that they were cheating, and he's suing them in court, which I find hard to connect. But anyway. So he's suing his students because they tried to cheat? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's that's odd. And, you know, I'm not really sure what to think about that. I mean, I think I think there should be consequences for cheating, but usually it's expulsion, right? Or suspension. You usually don't get sued in court, but um, we'll have to see how how that plays out. I'll track it down. Okay. 
Then you got the Texas governor decries school library books with pornographic or obscene material. Matt Krause, state representative who chairs the House Investigation Committee, found 850 book titles that portray in graphic terms gender identity, sexuality, race, and other violent actions that young children should not be exposed to. 850 titles? Yeah. I mean, you, how many books is eight? That's 850 books. That's books, obscene. Yeah. That's, uh, th- it is obscene. I mean, that is an extraordinary number of books. And just it, it, if you haven't been paying attention with that, the Democrat Party is sexualizing our children. And basically their agenda is one of pedophilia. Because if you were, if your child was exposed to pornography in somebody's home on a play date, the parent would be arrested. And Bob, you know, this may not sound like related to education, but uh, the Supreme Court nominee, Biden Supreme Court nominee was exposed by Josh Hall the other day about her leniency on pedophiles, including those uh, that uh, were arrested with uh, with child pornography. And she thinks that there's some that people that are just collectors of child pornography. And I think that one of the reasons why she, that, that that's one of the reasons why she was selected to be on the Supreme Court, because there will be cases that are going to make their way up through the courts on this child pornography going on in these schools. And they, they're going to want somebody on the Supreme Court that has a track record of being easy on pedophiles and those pushing child pornography in the schools. Well, she also supports the 1619 book. That's right. Making, uh, you know, that slavery was how America was founded. And, uh, and she's uh, all for the CRT programs. That's right. So, so I, I, I guarantee you that that's why she was selected. They're trying to make it seem like she's got the right color of skin, right? So that's going to give her cover, just like you can never question anything about Barack Obama, because then you were a racist. On The View, uh, it was said today that to question her is to be racist. And so I'm absolutely convinced that she was handpicked because they know that there's going to be cases coming up to SCOTUS on all the topics and all the different uh, stories that you've been reporting on. So it'll be interesting to watch if she gets confirmed. That's true. And if the readers want to get a list of all of these books and even see the picture of the covers, look under NPR, Mm. pornographic books, NPR, the initials, pornographic books is the word after that, those initials. And they can see the full listing roster of all 850 books. How bad are they, Bob? On a scale of one to 10, 10 being the worst. How bad, how gross are these covers, these covers? Nine, nine and a half. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Really bad. All right, college crazies. All right. I thought you were going to start us off with good news. That was... I didn't have much good news this week. I don't know. There's so much crap going on. Well, God. that's true. Yeah. I mean, and we got to give it to people straight, right? I mean, you know, we got to tell... We're here to report on what's actually happening, not what we want to be happening. So... I know. Well, and this is interesting because it's, it's here in California. It just been revealed that Bakersfield College funneled nearly $200,000 to undocumented student programs <gasps> in the past two years. The California Campus Catalyst Funds provided grants for 2,000 students at the college. This is not eliminating tuition because there's a law in California called uh, AB 540 which requires that no school charge any illegal tuition at that school. So, so they just get free tuition? Yeah. Which you're you with, that, that's aside from this, uh, this. These grants are paying for their, their, uh, their special 
programs are doing and also the residency and their food and yeah, we're paying for that. Phil's got a good point. I yeah. mean, it's not it's it's free to the illegals, but the taxpayers are paying for it. And I want you to I don't want you to think about this for a moment. If you if you uh, had to pay you know six fifty a gallon in California in, in San Diego today, oh. and you're now wondering how you're going to be able to pay your electric bill that's also skyrocketing. You're wondering how you're going to feed your kids. You think about that. You're wondering how you're going to feed your kids this weekend while an illegal, somebody who broken committed breaking and entering into this country, is getting free tuition. Yeah, and other benefits. It, it and other benefits. True. Yeah, because this two hundred, this two hundred thousand dollars or whatever, this doesn't even go to tuition. It's just going no. for what? And it, it's it, there's they have two thousand illegal aliens at that school. It's amazing. Wow, good. And not to mention, uh, it doesn't matter if the illegal aliens are even vaxxed, because that's irrelevant too. But if you're an unvaxxed American citizen you're going to face the wrath of the U.S. government. That's right. I mean, the, you know, the, we have two sets of laws, one mm-hmm. for the, the elites, one for conservatives and the peasants, and, and then a whole other one's for illegals. I mean, they don't, they, they don't have to abide by any laws. No. That is true. All right. In October 2021, the Association of American Medical Colleges and the American Medical Association jointly released a 54-page book entitled Advancing Health Equity, a guide to language, narratives, and concepts. They now plan to release diversity, equity, and inclusion competencies. Physicians are urged to update their language, creating terms such as vulnerable for oppressed and disadvantaged for historically intentionally excluded. Wow. So basically, so I want to make sure I understand what's happening. So now doctors are not allowed to use the word disadvantage. It's intentionally oppressed. Correct. So basically, we've got CRT language being forced on doctors, which has absolutely nothing at all to do with whether or not you're coming in and you've got a fracture or, you know, you've, you know, you're having a heart attack. (laughs) I know. They say they want to promote social justice and engage in efforts to eliminate health care disparities. This will force physicians to embrace social activism and evaluate students based on this standard. It's really horrendous that this has crept into the medical industry. Well, it has. And I will tell you, without naming any names, um, I know somebody who um, interviewed to get into medical school who's actually working, already working in patient care and treating patients and was asked about disparity in uh, her treatments. So, yes, it's already uh, it's it's clearly at play right now in the in the admission process of applicants yeah, everything's racist. Everything is right now. I think the term is medical social justice. Yeah, uh, uh, which, mistaken. you know, and y'all know, I've talked about it many times that I, for 10 years, helped train med students. And this will result in patients getting less than good care because instead of them being focused on how to take a proper physical exam, how to take a proper personal history, how to come up with a treatment plan, they're going to be focused on this kind of nonsense and crap. Yep, I'm afraid so. All right. I think this is a... Hang on, Bob. Hang on, Bob. I'm going to, I think it's a good time to take a break. Okay. But you're going to stick around. My man Phil's going to stick around with us till the end of the hour. And you better stick around and don't go anywhere. Okay. Come on back. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K. Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm just having the best time here with my old friend, 
Phil Hirsch, the man of many, many, many voices, who you guys know uh, primarily is my man who, who does Bibi Netanyahu. And then my other really good friend, Bob Walters, who educates you guys every week and has for years on what's really happening in our schools. I do want to come back with some good news before we go to Bob. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following the baby Cyrus story in Idaho, in which a nine-month-old or 10-month-old baby was taken from out of his, yanked out of his his mother's arms. Yep. And it, he has now been returned. Thank God. Thank God. So that's a good story. But it just goes to show that parental rights in general across, there's a war against against parents in order to exploit and seize control of the minds of children in this country. It started in the schools, and that's primarily where it continues, but it's also eking out into other areas of, uh, of our lives. So continuing on with my man Bob Walters in the College Crazies, what else you got for us? All right, we got the Texas Lieutenant Governor, Dan Patrick, announced that if reelected, he will move to end tenure status for professors who teach CRT. And of course, the college officials react with strong messages and reaction, but it's nice to know and good news that if he's reelected, he plans to eliminate tenure in the colleges for teachers that are teaching CRT despite the rules. Well, look, I, I disagree with tenure anyway. I don't think anybody should ever have permanent job security. What's to keep you motivated to actually show up and do a good job? They're overpaid as it is. But at the very least, we can remove tenure from those that insist on teaching racism to to our students, telling white kids that they're inferior and inherently racist and telling black kids that they're inferior cannot ever achieve anything on their own because America is just a lost cause of a bunch of racists. So... That's great news. Yeah, it is. An interesting article has just appeared in a report by Isaac Morehouse, Mm -hmm. who's CEO of a business network. He interviewed hundreds of business owners and was told that that most preferred new hires who were not college graduates. One said, quote, I have found people with advanced degrees tend to be entitled and assume they are worth much more than they are. (laughs) Snap, smack down. And and imagine hearing that if if you've got a kid that you just paid 30 grand a semester to come out of one of the Ivies, right? I know. Well, but how true is that, though? I mean, especially, I mean, the sense of entitlement that is pushed in, uh, as a part of the narrative from the left. We know that they're indoctrinating kids into socialism. And as Condoleezza Rice said years ago, and I think it was at the 2012 Republican National Convention, she said the twin sister of aggrievement is entitlement. You tell a, a, a certain part, part of society that uh, they've been they've been put upon, right? That's that the the country has done them wrong, and then they're going to feel entitled. If you and that and that goes not just for black kids and black students. They're telling young people that capitalism is evil, right? And that they they can and that corporations and business owners are terrible people, and therefore that they're entitled, right, to have what some what somebody else has made. Yep. Well, studies do show that just 40% of college graduates have jobs within three months of getting out of school. Well, that explains, too, Bob, why there's reports coming out. I think that uh, the Biden administration is looking to go ahead and make it official and wipe out student loans and student debt just in time for elections. And, you know, if you if you've gone to, to a school and gotten a degree that provides, you know, a skill that's in demand you should be able to pay off your loans, right? And if they're not able to get a job in four months, you got to wonder, what, what the heck do you go to school for? <laughs> I agree. 
it's pathetic. Uh, but that is the attitude of a lot of businessmen, so I thought that was worth reporting. Well, it is worth reporting, and it's worth for parents to hear before they enroll their kids in these four-year schools and pay a boatload of money before kids sign their name to any loans. Yeah. Well, I've got even a more alarming story next, and that's the California Department of Education has commenced a 60-day public review and comment window on the revision of math. Five of the 14 chapters are centered around equity. This program is rooted in the assumption that math is racist and must be reimagined to dismantle inequities and taught toward social justice. I don't know how you do that when you're trying to learn math. I don't know. I mean, I guess the only thing I can think of is in these, uh, the problems I was like so bad at was a train leaves Philadelphia at 5 a.m. going 40 miles an hour. You know, maybe, I guess they could maybe say, you know, somehow inject race into that. But numbers are numbers, right? Yeah. That That's all they are. And, you know, I don't know how in the world they're going to be able to twist math except in a word problem to where they come up with characters, you know, that it, involve people being oppressed. I don't know. I don't know how you reimagine in math. And at some point, uh, when a child hears, what is one plus one, Johnny? 11. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I, I, how do you reimagine math and how is math racist? And how do you reimagine it to make it not racist? Do you, how do you, how do you beat the racism out of math? Well, gifted programs are to be phased out and rigor and merit are to be discouraged and no failing grade should be given to any student who think you can't get the right answer. That's going to teach them a whole lot. Now, I tell you what, the public can find out and get the full copy of this huge program that's being proposed called Math Framework at cdc.ca.gov. So what is it? Wait, this is from the CDC? Yeah. What does the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, have to do with teaching math? more like the center for deception and control. Yeah. Wow. I know. That's that is strange. Skins, you got something you no, want to No, I'm I'm scratching my head like I'd like to see why they're even anywhere near this. I know. So look up math framework at cdc.ca.gov. Mm. Wow. And nobody's talking of this is uh, this is another exclusive from Bob Walters. No, I have not heard this story anywhere else. This is this is insane. Yep. A student of color is reportedly behind racist graffiti found in a bathroom at a private Catholic all-girls school in Brighton, New York. A police report has not been filed, but school officials say maximum discipline has been taken. This is the fifth such incident in the past two months, all report, all conducted by students of color. You know what, Bob? It's not been maximum punishment when criminal charges have not been filed. The one thing that aggravated me so bad with this Jesse Smollett judge is bad enough that he's out, you know, uh, you know, at five days. But that judge, everybody was talking about how he gave Jesse Smollett a tongue lashing. No, he didn't. He did not confront him for the fact that what he did was committed a hate crime and the course of his hate crime hoax, falsely accusing 75 million Trump supporters of being racist and that MAGA is about racism. We'll stop the these hate crimes hoaxes when they start getting charged with hate crimes. And I don't care if they're teenagers or not. I agree. Well, then you go on. Uh, it's been reported that a private Jewish school with a tuition of $52,000 a year for each student high school was provided a gender queer, a memoir and told to read it. Parents were shocked saying the school was supposed to be religious. And this was child porn. Mm. The board refused to meet the parents 
And then it was learned that the principal of the school was a Black Lives Matter member and pro-Palestine. Nice, in a Jewish school, right? Wow. I know. <laughs> wow, you're spending $52,000 a year to send your kid to a Jewish school. To be indoctrinated. Uh, to be indoctrinated by an anti-Semite. Wow. Yeah, and you're thinking they'd be getting religious training, but they're not. So you got parents have to be careful what they get into mm-hmm. and what's going on. All right, and San Francisco was sued to stop non-citizens. They're being sued. Non-citizens from voting in school board elections. 200,000 illegals live in the city of San Francisco and could easily dictate the outcome. Right now they can vote under a city statute, but there is a lawsuit to try to have these non-citizens be illegal to vote or participate in the election itself for school board members. How is that not a foreign uh, foreign interference in our election? Mm-hmm. You know, it's bad enough they're breaking and entering, bad enough they're being rewarded with free this, free that, and now they get to they get to control the outcome of our elections. And these are and and, and you know, we have enough trouble getting Americans to appreciate the constitutional republic we have, let alone people coming in from a socialist country that don't appreciate it. And they're going to be able to turn this country into, you know, what, Venezuela? This just makes me so angry. And let me tell you, if you're a Democrat voter, this this is the kind of crap why you're paying seven dollars a gallon of gas <laughs> that's true i got one final good point okay not a good but at least an instruction point five middle school students in coconut creek florida were arrested and charged after attacking white students in a racially charged battle they were shouting and screaming that these are the oppressors and they're going to take revenge for the slavery that they've conducted in the past 300 years against people of color so they beat these white kids up wow. and they arrested. Yeah, they should be charged with federal crime. That is a hate crime right there. And you know what? And also, should, what a bunch of morons. How stupid are these punks? They need the stupid smacked out of them. There I said it. There's no white kid on the planet that, that kept anybody sl- a slave. That's exactly No, I know. And that's what CRT, though, is teaching them. The white kids are all bad. And, and, and if you're brown or black, you're, you're the good ones. Wow. You know, get revenge against the white kids and start beating them up. It's 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 sad. We're fostering hatred, and this started with Mr. Barack Obama. If I had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin. That's where that's where this started. And you know, the Republican Party has not been pushing back about uh, enough about this and doing enough to protect our children. Um, wrap agree. us up, Bob Walters. All right, I just want to live a fi- my final comment. Uh, do check in on WeTheKids.us to get help and brochures and booklets you can give your kids to make sure they get proper focus on the history of America and be proud of the country. Also, I got two weeks left on the school choice initiative. We really need some help. Check CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org and volunteer to help and get involved. We'll send you petitions. We'll send you banners, whatever. But uh, hopefully we're going to get over the the bridge in the next two weeks hope so all right bob walters thank you for being here and thank you for all you do for the kids you're a hero all right good thank you you, bob (laughs) y'all stay tuned we got more coming up after the break be sure to follow andrea k on twitter and instagram at andrea k show spelled k-a-y-e and connect with her on ourfreenation.org a.k. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. The dumb swamis are coming. They're coming for my seat.
Next year in November, it's you I will defeat. The Dems are real desperate. They want our arms to be shanked. That red wave will arrive soon. It's you who will be spanked. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) This message brought to you by Mitch McConnell. We're not much fans of Mitch McConnell, but I'm a fan of your humor there, um, Phil. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so you're really on you're really on a one track mind tonight with the uh, with the anti shots. And one yeah. of the things we were saying before the show, and and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. And one of the things that I was saying, and I'm not sure if I said this on a break or actually live on the show. Um, to, uh, it might have been on a break with skins as I was saying that um, I really think that there needs to be a blood supply for those of us that haven't gotten the shot. I don't want to get it. I don't oh, want to. It was get, before the show. The three of us were having that. Yeah, chat. I agree. Yeah, I don't want a blood transfusion. I'm sorry. I don't want a blood transfusion from anybody that's gotten the shot. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you at all. And you used a term. Pure Bloods. The Pure Bloods, that's right. In fact, that's the name of our group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've written a couple of parodies. Uh, they're up on a certain channel I'm not allowed to mention. But, uh, you know, if you type in uh, certain uh, key phrases, uh, you know, for example, uh, No Moderna, old, uh, old Susanna parody. Uh, you will find it, and uh, you'll see the pure bloods. Okay, so it's uh, it's kind of cool, and uh, and two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah, also, <laughs> the pure long two weeks. Yeah, yeah exactly, longest two weeks in history. But people are, I mean, we joke, but it's serious. Yeah. We're, you know, we are pure bloods. I don't want to be injected. If if I didn't, if I'm making a choice to not be injected because we've now got Pfizer being forced to reveal the truth of what we've been suspecting for all along. Oh yeah, the side effects from um, everything from myocarditis. I mean, every time pericarditis, um, Haley Bieber, 25 years old. I mean, why are, you know, a blood clot that went to her brain? Anybody think that it's normal that we have got such a scourge all of a sudden of strokes and blood clots and heart attacks from young people, soccer players dropping, dropping like flies. Like flies. Um, we've got stroke units be, being set up in hospitals across the country that we never had before. So why would I want to be injected with that? And if I, if I'm making a choice to not be injected with that, I don't want to be injected with it in, indirectly by going and get it by it, it needing blood in a hospital. Well, even the commercials you look at now, everything is talking about heart attacks and you have all these young people being featured in the commercials who end up with oh, all I didn't these even heart notice that. Yeah. And it's like one of those things like, wait a minute, this is never a happened way to before. normalize it. Yeah. They're trying to normalize it. Like, oh yeah, if you get the shot, there's a good likelihood you're going to get a heart attack. You know, I'm like, oh wow. Thanks for the warning. Oh, and now Pfizer wants us to get the fourth shot, Andrea. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Sick. I'm absolutely not. No, we're unhacked, man. We haven't yeah. been hacked. They're yeah. trying to hack our blood, right? But it ain't going to happen. And, and that's another reason why people were checking out fake passports at one point, like Polly's passports, Polly, uh, another Polly. parody, <laughs> you know, as, as Lou guts, you know? Yeah. What, 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 what did Lou have to say about it? Hey, Lou had a lot to say about this here because first <laughs> of all, you go to Polly's passports, we got a who's who of master forges. All right. So we're going to get your passport in my paisan and no shot. Sherlock, he'll deliver it in two to three weeks. All right. The operatives are standing by. Call 1-800-JAB-DIS. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much Polly's passports. And uh, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun uh, producing that one. Well, sure. maybe you'll have to do, maybe, I don't, I don't know. Should we mock? Oh, we're out of time. Dang oh. it. Phil, you got to come back more often, I have man. to. I have to. Love you so much. Thank Love. you for coming here to San Diego. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Skins. Thanks to the listeners. Thank you, Bob Walters. Thank you, Bibi. Have a fabulous weekend. We'll see you back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Stay safe out there.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.